Welcome to the Equip Podcast. Here you'll find conversations from people of all different walks of life, sharing their experiences, the things the Lord has taught them, and things to equip you. Equip is based on Ephesians 4, 11 through 13, that talks about equipping God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. That is our goal here, to build you up and equip you through seasons of ups and downs in life. Welcome back to another episode of the Equip Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Gibson, and we are in our Cultivate mini-series. Today, Megan Goad is here to share about friendship. Uh, Megan serves as our girls minister at Green Anchors and is married to John Goad. They have a daughter, Alicia, who is going into high school. And Megan was my girls minister, mentor, and now friend. And so I can tell you, she is an expert in this topic. So welcome, Meg. Well, thank you, Taylor. I appreciate it. Uh, Before we start, I have got to say thank you to our women's ministry for putting on the Cultivate Conference. It is so important for us ladies to attend additional resources that are provided for us, especially for those of us who are connect group leaders or high-capacity volunteers and even staff members. You know, sometimes we feel like we offer stuff that's for other people, but the Lord filled my cup that day. I'm telling you, from the speakers to the worship and to the growing deeper in relationships with those that I worship with on Sundays and Wednesdays. So it was such a great weekend, and I can't wait for the next one. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited for it. I love it. That was my big prayer um, going into Cultivate was for our um, staff and staff wives um, that it would feel encouraging and refreshing and not feel like going to work. Because sometimes it does, just because the nature of working in a church, an event being at the church can feel a little bit like going to work. And so I'm makes my heart happy to hear that. It was nice. I didn't use my keys for anything. I didn't have to unlock a door. Anything. So So I appreciate that. (laughs) Love it. You just leave those keys at home. Yes. Um, Okay, Megan, tell us why friendship is such an important topic to you. Oh, gosh. Well, honestly, Taylor, friendships are so important to me. Really? Because I need someone to accept all my levels of crazy, like every bit of it. (laughs) There's different levels that people get access to. Yes. And Uh I need everybody from one to 10. I need you to accept me. Mm -hmm. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But in all seriousness, friendships are so important because we're not meant to do life on our own. You'll find that we need people in every season of life, you know, and I have a group of friends that I met in college and we have experienced so many trials, so many joys, and we really needed each other every step of the way. So I feel like they're important. Friendships are needed. They're so important. Um, You have a fun thing about different types of friends. Oh, yes. Tell us about your different types of friends. Okay. So, Taylor, this is probably one of my favorite questions um, is about friends. I think that we all have some of the same kind of friends. So when I say that, I think we have a lot of friends in common. You know, we all have that one no filter friend, Mm -hmm. right? You know, you have that one, the one who she opens her mouth and you think, did you just say that out loud? Or we have that one friend who she just can't get it all together, right? She comes in rolling 10 minutes late to anything. She's kind of sassy. She's ready to throw hands. I mean, and she's also wearing this shirt that she spilled juice on that morning, but she tied it in a knot. So it's so stylish. So I have that friend. Or what about this one? The prepper friend. Now you can spot this friend miles away because she has the big purse. And if you need like a stick of gum, she's pulling out all the flavors, all the brands, all the kid kind, the grown up kind, the breath kind, everything. She's mm-hmm. misprepared. So I feel like those are some of the different kinds of friends that I run into all the time. I might be one of those types of friends. Right. Um, but let me tell you, if you're ever in a situation and you need a snack, I got you. There you go. Uh, if that gives you any kind of hint into what kind of friend I am. <laughs> she's got a big purse, ladies. Yeah, she does. Um, Okay, so what is a friend? 
Okay, so in the simplest form, a friend is someone that you learn and you grow from. Mm -hmm. It's someone you have similar interests with or enjoy being around them. It's someone that you have in your life that when you leave them, you feel loved, you feel more encouraged, and maybe even more empowered. Mm -hmm. So in the simplest form, it's somebody that you love being with. I love that. Well, and one thing that's cool is under the umbrella of what is a friend, I feel like there's different kinds of friends and that I have friends who I don't get to see every day mm-hmm. or talk to even weekly, right. but we will pick up the conversation like nothing happened. Yes. I love like, those Like there's friends. been no time in between. And then there's people who I see every day or friends that I get to work with and it's amazing. Right. There's like, all kinds of friends. Yeah. So some of that is identifying the level of communication that mm-hmm. you personally need in a friend, but also right. that your friend needs. And we'll yes. get into that. True. Um, so why do we need friends? Well, if you look back in scripture in Genesis 2, the Lord created for Adam a companion, and that was Eve. So, but here's this thing, Taylor. Have you ever realized that Eve was never alone? Oh. Right? She was never alone. She always had someone around, someone to love, someone to encourage, and someone to care for. She was never by herself. So I believe that as women, we need people. Like I mentioned earlier, we need friends in our lives because we're not meant to do life alone. I also think that this is such a generation of the lone wolf mentality, mm-hmm. the misindependent, or the I can do all this on my own. And that can be a very dangerous and lonely place to be. You know, if we cut people out of our lives or choose to do life on our own, I really, really believe that we're living apart from the design that God created for us. Mm -hmm. We're meant to be with people. That's one thing. We should do a whole podcast on this um, that I didn't think about, about the difference of men and women. Like, Mm -hmm. Adam was alone, but it wasn't good. And God, it was only a short period of time. Right. But Eve really was never alone. Right. Like, why do we try to ha- feel like we have to prove ourselves mm-hmm. to prove, well, I can do it by myself. I can right. do it alone. It's okay to not. Right. We're not designed that way. No. And like I said, if you're living apart from that, you're living apart from the design that he created. Yeah. Which is really never going to be successful for you. Or satisfying to you. Yeah. Right. Mm, that's good. So how do we evaluate if a friendship is healthy or unhealthy? Okay. Well, I think that healthy friendships will always have your best in mind. They will draw you closer to the Lord, but I think unhealthy friendships will pull you apart from the Lord. And I think they'll also push you into the arms of what the world would want. You know, if you look back at the first friendship with Cain and Abel, well, we know how that ended, right? Well, we can't relate to those exact feelings. We can relate to jealousy. We can relate to greed and to selfishness. In Proverbs 29, it says that a sweet friendship refreshes the soul. And when you find yourself in a friendship that leaves you tired or exhausted, that is not refreshing to the soul. You know, I want I want to walk away from a good hangout session with a friend as if I've had a sonic drink. You yes. know, when you get a good cold sonic drink and that fizz opens your eyes, hits your soul, maybe causes you to burp. There's only women on this podcast, right? I hope so. Okay. <laughs> and it but we don't so- we don't burp if there are men listening. No, no not at all. Never. Not at all. You know, it hits your soul. Now that to me is refreshing. And I really think that Sonic's in the Bible somewhere, Taylor. I really believe it's Probably. so good to me. It's gonna be it in heaven to be. for sure. Right. <laughs> I it think, has to be. I think there's a difference. Aaron, my husband and I have gone through seasons where um, we've been with groups of people and we've left feeling a little bit just drained. Mm-hmm. And then having friends where you leave and you're like, I feel like our marriage is better somehow. Right. And I don't know how it's better just from hanging out with these friends, right. but it's better. Right. You want to be, you want to leave someplace being refreshed. Yes. I mean, and there's something sweet about leaving a place feeling refreshed instead of feeling worn out and exhausted. So I think that's the difference between healthy and unhealthy. Yes. Well, and one thing I'll add to that, um, I, I think our friends don't let us stay stuck. 
especially stay stuck in our sin. Yeah. I had a friend send me this quote recently, and I'm sorry, I don't know who authored the quote, um, but it said, it says, Jesus didn't eat with sinners and tax collectors because he wanted to appear inclusive, tolerant, and accepting. He ate with them to call them to a changed and fruitful life, to die to self and live for him. His call is transformation of life, not affirmation of identity. And I think that a lot of times in our friendships, we get stuck in this affirmation of identity. And that's not what Jesus is calling us to. That's not why He gave us the church and our community and friends. Mm -hmm. He gave us that um, to walk us through even in hard seasons. When we're doing something wrong, if I'm doing something wrong, I need a friend to call me out on it. Right. And I need a friend to say, hey, I love you no matter what, but this isn't okay and I'm not letting you go down this hole. Right. And so that quote has just been sitting with me lately um, as I think about what kind of friend I want to be to people and what kind of friends that I personally need in my life. Right. Right. And there's a difference. Mm -hmm. There's for sure a difference. Um, You know, one of the questions I get asked a lot is, what do you do when a friendship's pulling you away from Jesus? Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest, that's happened to me before. And this, the first thing that I had to do was was look at myself. Mm. You know, and at some point I allowed this friendship to walk away from Jesus. And maybe I wasn't honest or I didn't point my friend back to scripture. You know, it says in Philippians 2, 3, to do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Sometimes friendships aren't friendly, but we can control how we walk in grace and love with each, and, and love each other through it. And I really believe that's what Christ calls us to do. So when a friendship's pulling you away, check yourself, check your heart, pray and ask the Lord to open your heart to receive the truth. Because I think we deal with a lot of friendships that that do pull us away from the truth, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's good. Well, and thinking about it, sometimes you need to step away from certain friendships mm-hmm. and that's okay. But the Bible calls us to live at peace with all men. Right. So make sure that if you are stepping away from a friendship, I remember in college, um, I had made some friends freshman year and I was like, this is going to be great. You know, you go to welcome week and you meet all these people and you're like, we're going to be besties forever. Mm-hmm. And then school starts settling in and you start settling into rhythm. And it's like, well, maybe these friends aren't the kind of friends I want to have. And so I realized that. And in my freshman in college, don't know what I'm doing self, was like, (laughs) uh, I'm just going to ghost them. And so I just kind of stopped hanging out or reaching out. And anytime they asked to hang out, I just was like, oh, I can't. And finally they caught on. (laughs) They were like, what's the deal? And then we had this incredibly awkward conversation where I was like, I just don't feel like I need to be friends with you right now. It was so uncomfortable, not recommended to do it that way, but you know, live and learn. Right. (laughs) Um, But it was one of those things where I needed to step away from that friendship, but I didn't leave it in the way to where I left at peace with all men. So even if you need to step away, make sure that you have done your part to show Jesus and love and not be like, well, you're a horrible person. I'm out. Right. Because that's not really serving. Right. We still want to show people to Jesus, even if they don't need to be in our inner circle of people. Right. And that's, once again, how you create and maintain a healthy friendship. Yes. It's by being honest with each other and not letting your friendship get to the point where you realize you've been pulling away from Jesus for so long. It's just you allow one thing and then another and another, and Mm -hmm. you've gotten a little too far. So maintaining a healthy friendship is being honest with yourself, being honest with them, and putting Jesus at the forefront of it all. Yes. Well, and sometimes friends get to be in the inner circle 
mm-hmm. and do life and hear all the struggles. But some friend, not everybody's meant to be in that inner circle, and yeah. that's okay. Right. And being right. able to identify who who comes in the inner circle, who's more, maybe an arm distance friend, right. um, and who's an acquaintance that yes. I'm going to be friendly to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's different circles. I like that. I've never thought of it that way. It's fun. Um, Okay, so I think we can all agree um, listening to this today, but also just in general life that friendship is important. But how do we find friends? Like I remember after that season of college um, in my freshman year when I broke up with my friends, so to say, (laughs) I went through probably a two-year season of not having friends. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I remember going to church by myself, and I could walk into church, listen to the whole message, and leave. And the only person that talked to me was the door greeter. Mm -hmm. And it was horrible. And I think that that was a season that the Lord was just calling me to dependence on Him. Mm -hmm. But it was a hard season. Yeah, And so... How do you find friends? Well, in moments like that, Taylor, I think people also, they're afraid to start figuring out how to make friends because it was so painful. Oh, absolutely. The breakup, as you call it, Uh was so hard that it's hard to reopen yourself up to new experiences. Uh So in my opinion, I really think friends can be found anywhere. You know, friendships should circle around the Savior. So Mm. I say, go where He's moving. Look for people with similar interests. Just like our relationship with the Lord, it takes intentionality and it takes time when looking for friends. You know, but let me mention this before we um, we end this, is that in Second Peter, we are reminded that God has already given us everything that we need in Christ. The most redeeming relationship that we know is the one that we have with Jesus Christ. His timing is perfect. So if you're listening today and you're hoping and praying for a sweet friendship to refresh your soul, know that the Lord is at work and He will provide what you need when you need it. I really think that true and real friendship is one of the sweetest things in life, and it's worth waiting for. Mm, That's good. Um, Well, and not to shameless plug, but to shameless plug, get involved in your local church. Um, If you're local to Tyler, we'd love to have you. At Green Acres, but yes. if not, find a local body of believers. Mm-hmm. That's one thing we've seen with COVID is so many people have gone online, but it's really hard to have community yeah. online exclusively. Right. Um, I remember in high school, we'd go on mission trips and you come back and you're like, I think we're just best friends now yeah. because you just went and served the Lord together <laughs> right, right. and had such a close experience or get in a women's Bible study. Yeah. Do something where you can see women on a regular basis right. and get to know them better. Yes, and get out of that that COVID bubble because I think COVID did a lot for us as far as you know that lone wolf mentality I was talking about. People started staying home from from work. You know, they missed their ladies' night outs. They're with their mm-hmm. friends, their mom's groups. They missed all that, and so they just started doing things by themselves. Now they're kind of afraid to get back into the game. Yes, you know. So, like you said, yes, join your local body. Join us here at Green Acres. We would love to have you. Mm-hmm. Well, and to me, like just in my personal life, sometimes it's a laziness mm-hmm. to where I'm like, I don't want to go. Like, I really just enjoy being at home. Right. Well, me being at home and just coming home, watching TV, getting dinner, and then going to bed every night, is not a great cycle to be in every week. Right. <laughs> but when I, I've noticed when I give myself that push and I go to that game night with friends or I go to that Bible study it's such a sweet time, and I leave feeling so much better than if I had stayed home and watched TV all night. Right, right. It's just giving myself that push and that extra oomph to go and to do it. So if you need an extra kick in the pants today, consider this it. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, because once again, we are not to do life by ourselves. You know, Don't do life apart from the design that God created. 
create us to be together. So come join us. Yes. I love it. Well, Megan, thank you for being here today and sharing a blurb um, of about friendship yes. from Cultivate. Yes. And just in general, I know uh, one of the feedback things that we got from Cultivate was, I wanted to go to every breakout. Right. So we're trying to give that opportunity. Yes, this is perfect. I love that you're doing this because I also wanted to go to some of the other breakouts too. So this is perfect for me. Now you'll get to hear them. That's and right. let me just tell you, we've recorded a lot of those episodes. They're good. Oh, great. They're real good. Um, so there are two questions that we ask all of our guests. Mm-hmm. Um, what is something you're learning and what is something you're loving? All right. So that's a great question. Uh, our questions, what am I learning I'm honestly learning right now in my faith to trust and to draw close to the Lord. I know that He has a plan, and His ways are always higher than mine, and they're perfect. Mm -hmm. So I'm learning to trust a whole lot more, and not just with the half-open hands, but with the full open hands. I found myself during our prayer times or invitation, I've I've opened my hands because I really just want to receive everything from the Lord. And so that's something I'm learning. And what am I loving? Um... I'm actually loving me some summertime. And let me tell you oh, what, yes. in student ministry, this is our mission trip and our camp time. So I love this time because lots of growth happens in our students and lots of great memories come from these trips and a lot of inside jokes with students. So <laughs> I say bring on the summertime and let's go on Best, some mission can, trips and camps. We can just all sweat a little together. It'll That's right. <laughs> so good. Well, Megan, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me, Taylor. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Equip Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to be the first to know when a new episode drops. And follow us on social media to stay connected. We're at GABC underscore women. See you next time.